Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Dalen Schaefer, a.k.a. Civilian Tactical. I'm here with Ava Flanell and, and Peaches, which has earned a new nickname. It's Pizzle Peaches now. <laughs> Pizzle anybody... Peaches. Get up, Pizzle Peaches. Come here, baby. Oh, it's anybody little... hasn't uh, is it's unfamiliar little... with why Peaches has this new nickname, just go and watch our last episode of the podcast. You won't regret it. It was a good one. But uh, let's also just put it this sad. way. Also kind of sad. Peaches won't be eating any more of the, what are they called? No more pizzle. The bully sticks. No she, more bully sticks. Yeah, she will not be. Um, okay, so can I just talk about something real quick that's like not gun related, but it's kind of, it's making me nauseous. I don't feel so great this morning. So I don't know if you've ever had uh, fluoride, like gone to the dentist and the dentist like uh, fluor- fluoride coated your teeth. They like and... set a timer for like two minutes and then. No. Yeah. Although I do remember that where you had to like swish. It was a mouthwash, right? And you yeah, had to like swish around your ways. mouth for. Okay. So this is. So they were going to do it in office, but it was like at 3 p.m. And I had dinner plans with my friend. We were actually making steak, like these really thick steaks, super excited for dinner. And I was like, uh, don't put this on my teeth because I have dinner plans at like 530. So the dentist was like, no problem, we'll give it to you to go. And uh, later on tonight, when you go to bed, after you brush your teeth and floss, you could put it on. So I put it on and it's like a little tooth or a little brush, like a paintbrush uh, with the littlest tiny, you know, fluoride thing. And you gotta like coat all surfaces. And as I'm coating it, it just feels like this like plastic, thick, gross stuff. And then you can't drink water after. At least I don't think you can. Um, I know you can't eat anything or drink anything hot or something like that. So I sleep with it. And I remember waking up a few times thinking like, ew, it's just this horrible taste in my mouth. And it feels like I have all this crap on my teeth. And I'm a clean freak. And I don't like my teeth feeling dirty. So it was very unpleasant. Woke up this morning. Feel super nauseous. And then on top of that... Did you yes. rinse it off after you're done with it or you just leave it on? You leave it on. You're not supposed to rinse it off. Because I think maybe you're supposed to rinse it off, but you're not supposed to brush your teeth. Because my experience is they always have me rinse it off once I put it on, so I don't know. Okay, well, this is great. And then on top of that, I told you this before the show started, and you were saying that there's like a conspiracy about fluoride causing you to get stupid. Yeah, the government's it- putting fluoride in our water to make us all dumb. Okay, before we get fact-checked by YouTube, you guys, that was a joke. That was a joke. Joke. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, now so I'm, now I'm like super around. worried. Yeah, so I didn't know any of that either. I just had Guys, them... it was going to be dead. I'm going to be just hosting this podcast by myself next week. No, that's not true. Peaches is going to be here. Peaches <laughs> is going to... She's going to carry out my... Uh, my... Who's adopting Peaches, Ava? I don't know. That is my biggest concern that keeps me up at night, though. It's... <laughs> Fluoride on your teeth and where is Peach is going to yeah, go? Yeah, where is Peach is going to go if anything happens? Um, I mean, I don't know. I got fluoride on my teeth because I've had, like, a lot of sensitivity, and I think it's just coming with age, unfortunately. But that's why, and I just wanted to be able to eat more candy. But now it's like I'm kind of regretting it, so. Well, yeah, we Peaches and I, we week. both we both have had something unpleasant in our mouths in the last week. So oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Again, anybody, just go listen to the last podcast if you don't know what we're talking about. With that, on to today's sponsor, who is Stag Arms. I don't know why they're still sponsoring this podcast, but a massive Be- thank you to them. They're, they're awesome. Well, yeah. because they like me. 
and Peaches, and I guess they're like, yeah, Dalen's okay. Oh, well, yeah, what do decided... you got there? Look at this. So this is a new stag. Well, it's not a new it's, gun. It's new for me. That's the three gun one, right? Yeah, this is the stag three gun. Took it to the range yesterday. Gave it a little bit of a spin. Haven't done everything that I want to do to it yet, but the trigger is so good. And from what I understand, they actually work with a company that put somebody else's trigger in here. I think it's from Hyperfire. Hyperfire. It is amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a, Hyperfire makes some good triggers. Yeah, it's a good light gun. They've matched the furniture well. It's just your regular uh, mag pull, so it's just a good combo. And then it comes with a 40-round magazine, which is always nice. And mm. this muzzle brake is timed maybe just for the way I hold the gun perfectly. But I've, I've shot some muzzle brakes that are not quite timed, so they'll actually push the gun down on me. Hmm. This one just kind of floats. So like you, I could just rest it in my hand. I don't need to grip it. I don't need to push up or anything. Uh, you pull that trigger, and it floats right where it's supposed to for me. So it's timed very well just for the way I shoot. Yeah, that's so. one thing I noticed when I was shooting my three-gun rifle. Um, was just like, eh, let's just record this quick little, you know, like I was just doing some little scenario stuff with it. And I was like, man, I'm not even trying. And, like, this gun's not moving. Like, as you shoot it, it's just a very flat shooting gun. So, very totally. impressive. Um, if you guys want to check this out or any of the other guns that they offer, anything like that, head on over to stagarms.com. Don't forget to use the code pewpew10, which gets you 10% off. And that includes firearms, which is very generous of Stag Arms. That brings okay. us to Mail Call, Eva. I know you got something cool. I got some cool stuff. This is going to be a fun episode. And for anybody wondering, Mail Call, people send us things. You guys send us stuff. Uh, companies send us stuff. Sometimes it's stuff that we need on our other channels. Like we have to review it for some sort of project that we're doing. And then we just kind of show you guys what we're getting before it goes live anywhere else. So you guys get the first sneak peek here. So that's sort of what our Mail Call is. Let us know what you guys got. Any new firearms or accessories you guys got, drop those in the comments. But that's the mail call section. What did you get, Ava? All right, so you're going to be a little jelly, but I got some Federal Syntec 150 grain. And that stuff I've shot before, now that you're showing me the box. Oh, really? I have. It was my first time shooting full auto for my birthday. And it ran flawlessly. Oh, so, okay, so shooting full auto or suppressed, I think, is actually, this works really well for. Um, but my biggest thing, the reason why I like this the most is, and I actually didn't know this, but this was the, like, this is actually made for competition shooting. So it's, like, for, like, competitive shooters that, like, have to get on target quicker, have to, you know, have, like, less recoil and stuff. But it specifically says, and I didn't even realize this, so it's less recoil for faster shooting total synthetic synthetic uh jacket eliminates lead and copper fouling reduces friction for 14 percent cooler shooting and longer barrel life which is why it's great for shooting full auto or full even auto. suppressed ah and competition that makes sense because you're shooting a ton uh -huh. Okay, okay, that makes but, sense. No, but mostly, I think the competition thing is it's less felt recoil for faster follow-up shots. And normally, like any time that I've, you know, tried something where it's like, yeah, it claims this, you're like, maybe I could tell a little bit of a difference, but it's not significant. I will say that I have noticed a, a, a much, like, 
a much more like pleasant shooting experience shooting this. And What's the bullet speed on that? I'm curious, just off the top of your head, because my guess uh, is so bullet trajectory is negative two point zero velocity. So muzzle uh, is eight ninety twenty five yards, eight seventy three fifty yards, eight fifty seven. Energy feet per uh, feet for foot. I'm sorry, foot pounds. Uh, two hundred and sixty four for the muzzle. Two hundred fifty four cool. at twenty five yards, and then two hundred forty five at fifty yards. So the reason this is so good for full auto is because the way that they've loaded these allows for less recoil. Because it seems like like your normal nine mil is going to be flying around like one thousand three hundred ish. So that's really cool that they've kind of tuned it perfectly to be slow enough, still cycle perfectly, and then you're feeling that recoil less. That's very cool. It also says official ammunition of USPSA. Yeah. I don't know. This stuff is great. So I would say if you guys want to up your Ava, competition game. Ava is this. sponsored by Federal. Yes. But I have shot this before, and I'm not sponsored by Federal. So you I wish mean, you were. There you go. I, sure, maybe. One day. <laughs> one day. One day you'll get to where I am. It's okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll catch up to Ava's level. But no, you're – you I and I – so that's the thing is like that's what I love about working with you is like you are so um, so much more like successful in so many different areas of the gun industry that I'm not and then kind of vice versa. But, yeah, I'm, I'm like so like head over heels to be sponsored with Federal. They're one of the best companies that I've ever worked with, and they just make such great ammunition. But this is something that I have like stocked on just stacks and stacks of because it's like my go-to nine millimeter. So what did you get? Oh, I got some cool stuff. So for anybody watching, you'll know that I love uh, these core belts. Um, It's like one of those ratcheting system belts. There's a few different types out there. Ava, I know you were mentioning a few different brands. I don't know if like I'm saying it right. Is that the buckle that it came with? Well, yeah, I picked this buckle. So you, they oh, come cool. with, you get to pick which buckle it comes with. That's actually a so, very, like, kind of a sexy design. Like, a, I like that. My wife picked it out, so, yeah. Well, your wife and me. I, we both have good taste, I guess. Yep. And then listen to this. Cool. It just so, sounds super satisfying. So it's nice because you, let's say you just lose, like, a little bit, but not enough, like, an inch. You don't have to, like, worry about, like, you know... Putting in like yeah, punch a new hole if it's like kind of halfway or. Funny thing is, right when I started getting these core belts, I was like, okay, I need to like shape up, and I've been on like a little bit of a fitness bender since then. And I tried on my old belt the other day, nah, and I just didn't notice because I've been using the core belts that you adjust, but yeah, significantly different. I was super happy with it. Um, So did you did you lose weight or did you bulk up? Oh, I lost weight. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll I'll bulk up one day eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and for for any of my haters listening, I got I get like angry emails from people who are like, "You're the problem with America. You're not a real man." They're like, "You can't squat like 200 or you can't deadlift 200 pounds like for anybody." Oh. Yeah, I can. Dang. I'm not like I'm not like going out there bragging. I'm not posting my gym pictures, but they're like, "You can't squat 200 pounds, so you're the problem with everything in America." I'm like, "You guys just I mean, I run that's... three miles every day for anybody curious. So, like, I actually do care about my health. Like, that's pretty important to me. So, that's actually really mean that I've, I mean, <clears throat> I think I get some mean messages, but I really don't actually. Um, but I'm, it's crazy that, like, even guys, like, are getting messages like that. 
Yeah, the level at which I don't care. The level at which I don't care is extremely. Yeah. High non-caring. Anyways, okay. moving show on me. from the haters, this yeah, is me. a belt or not a belt. This is a watch that has that same ratchet system. Oh, so you can see cool. this is just the strap. So you could get just the strap for your watch, and if you listen, it does I that same. I thought you were going to be like, and they also make belts for Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> little teeny tiny belts for, yeah. for peaches. A little belt for yeah. peaches. <laughs> um, and then they sent me their dive watch, which I've never had a dive watch before. Anybody listening who's had a dive watch, man, these things are very cool. It comes in like this little ammo can, oh, that's which cool. is super sick. Absolutely useless for ammo. I mean, you could probably no, put like 100 think... rounds of 9 mil. No, or like 22. Like, oh, does the... you could load this with 22. Yeah, does the little foam insert come out? That's amazing. Yeah, totally it does. It's got to. Mm, it does. It's really hard to pull out. But you could load that with 22. Oh, cool. Yeah, see? Then you're set. I know Corey's going to look at this and be like, really? The thing he was most excited about was the little <laughs> ammo can it came No, <laughs> so, okay. So, like, with the Gators iPro... You can get little tiny ammo cans that have your iPro in it. And, like, I'm super excited about that. And I put my 22 in it. I just take out That's the awesome. little foam insert and, yeah. Not to, like, rain on your, your watch parade or anything. But, like, I just think it's cool when companies, like, get, you know, like, they incorporate, like, the 2A freedom sort of thing into it. It's so. fun. It's fun. So, yeah, this watch is super satisfying to put on, super satisfying to take off. It's hefty. So... Very cool. I didn't know Core even made watches, so they reached out to yeah. me and they're like, "So you tried the belt, but like, have you tried our watch?" I was like, "What the heck?" Yeah, I didn't and know that I either. Was, I was super happy to see that because I love their belts. So cool. Well, I'm glad that you call. know. Yeah. So now you can't be late if I'm just like waiting here for you to jump on. I'm like, "Yo, we got to record a show," and you're like, "I'm sorry, I forgot the time." Nope. Now you have no ex like no excuse. I usually just use my usually just use my phone, but this is a pretty pretty slick watch, so. Yeah, it looks cool. Yep. Awesome. Um, okay, so now we have listener comments, and I wrote down a few. Um, actually, no, I wrote down one uh, because we we didn't have – we had a few listener comments. We didn't have that many would you rather, but we did have a lot of listener questions. So the show's going to be a little bit different this, this go. Uh, but listener question – uh, I believe this came from Dave the Hunter. It says, "Yes, Dalen is very chipper. is a very chipper individual. If he smiled anymore, my phone would break. But please don't change. Most of us find out way too late in life that it's easier and more enjoyable to just be happy and cheerful than sad and smug." I think I appreciate <laughs> more than anybody how lucky I am to have the job I have. Like I get to talk about guns. And yeah. this is me going to work. Like, I do not take that for granted at all. So for anybody watching this, like, I love making these podcasts for you guys. I love making videos. And I definitely don't take it for granted because I know so many people would switch spots with me in an instant that I just want to do the best I can for everybody listening and watching and share as much of the fun that I'm having. I think I do a pretty good job, but I like to just share that joy with everybody else. So, yeah, yeah you'll catch me smiling a lot while I'm working. Notice how nobody comments on my smile because I have RBF, but it's cool. <laughs> Everybody uh, comments do. on peaches. I know. Yeah. Peaches makes up for the lack of, you know, my, my lack of, I, and that's not to say that I don't enjoy it or, um, take it for granted. I just, I think, 
I don't know. I think I'm always like in thought or something. Um, but I did have to laugh because somebody asked, he was like, somebody was like, so your co-host smiles a lot. He's like a two way cheerleader. And I was like, yeah, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So thank you, Dave, the hunter for that comment that, that cracked us up. Um, okay. So now it's time for, would you rather, and if you guys have a, would you rather question that you want to submit to us? Really easy. Just email us at pewpewpanel at gmail.com, or you could even just go to pewpewpanel.com and click on the contact us form. But definitely get those questions in. This show is all about you guys, and we're happy to answer any questions that you have and make it fun. So today's question is, would you rather a Ludi or a Sten replica? I don't even know what a Ludi is. I'm going to Google that I know, Ava. I was so disappointed you didn't know. So for anybody who is, um, anybody who's watching or listening and watching, um, a Ludi is essentially a man in, uh, in, I think the UK invented a gun that could be made from parts from like a hardware store. So the Ludi is like the precursor to 3D printed guns. It's a submachine gun that is just made out of off-the-shelf pipes and parts and it's super sketchy but it, it has looks a actually magazine. pretty cool yeah it looks super cool like um, so when you think like oh the parts from like your ace hardware or something like that you're thinking it's gonna look like a four-year-old put it together but this but it thing looks actually like... yeah it looks like kind of in look... between i don't like know punky and like and tactical like i don't know it's kind of a funky yeah it's kind of actually beautiful and how does um, how does it shoot though so unreliably um because it's homemade and of course like any gun can be tuned to shoot reliably um but this one's just notorious because you're just making it out of pipes and parts like it's just not going to be terribly reliable unless you tuned it for that specifically and then um, that kind of falls into the same thing as the Sten gun. They're both essentially a tube that has a <laughs> spring and then a firing pin. The Sten so, gun is kind of giving me weird, like, HK B&T vibes, sort of. Yeah, it was made for World War II, and the purpose of it was to be ridiculously cheap. So <laughs> they, they kind of fall under the same category. The Ludi and the Sten gun, in a way, are just really cheap guns to produce. Um, but the Sten gun's a little bit more proven as a submachine gun. Um, it has a really slow rate of fire due to its like the way it's designed. But we're not talking about an original Sten gun because that would be a no-brainer. Those are worth like a lot of money. We're talking about a Sten gun replica or like a Ludi. So the value I took, I decided to take that value aspect out by making it a replica instead of an original. Yeah. Hmm. They both look kind of cool. So the the Sten gun on some of them it looks like I, I just pulled up pictures but it looks like the magazine is it on the side or is it yeah totally classic grease gun just pop it's just coming 90 degree angle from the grip interesting okay I don't know they actually both look cool I wouldn't mind having both just for if nothing else just for like a work of art I think I'd go with the Ludi just because of how 
it, how it represents freedom. I like that. So that would be my pick, Oh, there you go. Once again. So, okay. If, if anybody's wondering, I am more of a freedom lover than Ava. There's like this contest going <laughs> on. She there thinks she loves freedom more. She has this like flag in the background uh, that says we um, the people. Oh, okay. And you got your flag, you know. <laughs> I would just like to say, like, who was last year, who was at the freaking, um, the, whatchamacallit, like, fighting for our rights? Um, what is that? Where the hell did I, the Capitol. I was at the Capitol freaking nonstop trying to get all these people involved, like, trying to go against any sort of, you know, any type of gun restriction. I was like, Meanwhile, I was just trying to get my green card, so I think that answers your question. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I didn't want to say that, but, like, yeah, Dalen's from Canada, so there's that. <laughs> hey, I'm here now. I'm here you now. You made that's it. What, that's what welcome, matters. Welcome, friend. Oh, welcome to Canada the freedom for, side. <laughs> I love Canada for certain, for certain things. It's a beautiful place, but I like the freedom of America for sure. Absolutely. Uh, well, I guess since you're going to go with the, the looty... I guess I'll go with the Sten gun. You seem pretty I mean, split, so it's kind of yeah. Splitting hairs I mean, honestly, I would like to have both of them. I'm Fine, about to. Ava. In fact, after this, I'm going to Ace Hardware and I'm gonna see if I could replicate this. <laughs> go look up the video that um, Brandon Brandon Herrera did. Uh, where he made a Ludi. Oh really? It's an awesome video, so that's a fun one. Definitely watch that. Does it look anything like it? I would imagine if Brandon totally. did it, it probably. Didn't yeah, look. He has like real guys in a real shop, and he's really okay. And he knows his he knows his his stuff. So they does did a good he job. though? Where's his AK fifty? Where AK fifty? <laughs> All right, you guys. If you st- if you know, you know. Spam the chat with where AK fifty at. <laughs> Uh, all right, would you so... rather, that brings us to the next one, would you rather only have handguns for the rest of your life or only have long guns, Ava? Which would you pick? I would go with handguns. Handguns is like the first thing that I learned on. It's what I feel most comfortable with, and it's kind of just like always my go-to. So I would definitely pick handguns. Although now it's like, I mean, I enjoy both. I love shooting both, but yeah, handguns just because it's the first thing that I've ever shot. Yeah, it's interesting because handguns are better for self-defense. Long guns are better for freedom defense. Well, so it's I was going to hard... say, it depends, the self-defense. Yeah, that's a hard but... one. I would say, have you seen chassis systems that you can get for pistols to stabilize yeah. them? Yeah. Like, worst case scenario, you have a lot of lost capability. But, like, if you if that was your option, I think you could get really creative with handguns. Like, if you had some sort of, like... A, what's a pistol? A pistol is anything under 16 inches, right? Yeah. And so, like, if you could get really creative with, like, what is a handgun? Um, That's true. And, and you can't really and, do that with a rifle. No, you can't get shorter. It's 16, you got your 16 inches. Otherwise, it's, a, it's an SBR. It's other. Yeah. So you could get really creative with the handguns. But, yeah, no, handguns are more of, like, a good deterrent against tyranny. Or the long guns, sorry, and handguns are more of, like, self-defense. So where, where does well, that leave which, you? Okay, which ones do you typically shoot better, though? More accurately? Yeah. I can shoot long guns more accurately. Yeah, figures. Most people yeah. can because they have, like, they could stabilize it and they don't have to be... But I'm not going to carry a long gun with... Hey, you know, it's not illegal where I live to open carry an AR-15. So if that it's was not, the only hey. option, <laughs> I would do it. 
I would do it. If that was the only option, if it was normal, I would just open carry an AR-15 and we'd call it good. <laughs> I don't know if I would, actually. I I kind of like the people who do it. I'm just like, uh, really, guys? Like, sometimes I'm just like, you guys just do it to get, like, a rise out of people. And I just don't feel like that's the route that we should take if it came to it. This is an imaginary world, Ava, like... You're right. You You're right. You only have one option. All right. Well, I'm still you. I'm still sticking with handguns because I can operate a handgun all day long in my sleep. And yeah. All right. Uh, moving forward with the rest of the show. So um, before we do, though, I want to talk about Manipur Arms and really important, guys. Um, we're trying to grow our social media pages, our Instagram and our Facebook. So we teamed up with Manipur Arms and he's doing a $200 gift certificate. That way you guys can pick whatever you want uh, so that you're not limited to, let's say, like an AK part and you don't even own an AK. Um, today is the last day, today or tomorrow, roughly, I think it ends Wednesday, um, is the last day for you to enter the giveaway. All you have to do is find the giveaway post on Instagram and Facebook. If you do both Instagram and Facebook, you'll get double the entries. But um, you go, you like the post, and then you tag two people. And then uh, at the end of Wednesday evening, we are going to be picking a lucky winner. And this is going to be going on for a week. But like I said, it ends uh, tomorrow night. So get on that. And um, we are located on Instagram as just Pew Pew Panel. Same with um, Facebook, Pew Pew Panel. And then in the meantime, if you want to check out all the cool stuff that Manicore Arms is making... <laughs> Uh, you could just head on over to manicorearms.com, but don't forget to use the code pewpew15, and that is going to get you 15% off. In case anybody is wondering, Peaches flawlessly photobombed that manticore plug. So <laughs> and like has to wonderful. show all her teeth and look like a little T-Rex. Yeah, yeah, she does. <laughs> She's like, go to Manicore Arms. Rawr. Like, what was that uh, that movie, you know, like before a movie would play? Or if it was like it's yeah, like a production line. company, yeah, yeah, that's what it reminds me of. We should just put a little mane on Peaches and we're set. Dude, have that be our intro, just Peaches doing her roar. That yeah, that's a, that's a brilliant idea. We just have to like film her for half an hour, wait till she does it, and then yes. we have our intro. <laughs> like maybe like this, like just poking her, like come on, yawn, yawn, Peaches, yawn. <laughs> All right, Ava, so... that brings us to our listener questions, and we have a really good one. Do you want me to read this one, or do you want to read this one off for us? Yeah, so once again, this is from uh, Daniel Treadwell, and this is the last question that he asked in... And we, we highlighted all the other questions in the last episode, but this was his last question. And he had, like, hats off to him. He had some really great questions, really thought-provoking questions, but also, like, hats off to... Like, hats off to you for bringing up some of these older guns that you and I had to do some research because I actually learned, you know, like, a, 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 I learned about the CIA deer gun. I had no idea. I even asked my dad. I was like, do you have one of these? Because, you know, he's a collector. And, uh, and he says he doesn't. But, yeah, really cool gun. But anyway, so this is his last question. So, Daylin, why don't you read? Okay. You get to go back to 1985 and warn your parents about the machine gun ban coming in 1986 only your parents and uh let's see only your parents and only this so that's the only thing you get to tell them you know we can't go back in time and tell them anything else 
You can only tell them as much as you need so they will hear you out. So it's, you can't have a conversation with them. It's literally just exactly what they need to hear so that they know about the ban. Could you convince them both to get the word out and convince as many people as possible to rally against it and convince them to invest in as many MGs as they can, informing them of the massive increase in value? All right, Ava. I think I have the answer people will expect less so I want to hear what you say do you think you could convince your parents to go and buy a whole bunch of machine guns uh yes that's because my parents actually well I'm trying to think in 1986 so I was born in 1986 and I did grow up uh my parents owned a gun store growing up but they did not have the gun store then they had the gun store I believe like maybe five or six years later and it's interesting how they actually started a gun store so i'm like well yeah it, they would be like okay buy a machine gun sure um but maybe it wouldn't be because figure in 1986 they'd only been in colorado just moved here from new york for a few years and they probably didn't even but i mean the biggest thing like that i'd go back in time is like buy as many because it's going to be a great investment. Mm -hmm. I just like the idea that you were born when they're like putting these dates I up. I know. So you'd be like this one-year-old baby going to them and be like, <laughs> I was not born yet. Yeah. yeah you get yeah, to go back to, yeah, well, how old would I be when I get to go back to 1985? Just you now. Just you now. And warn your parents about the machine gun ban coming in 1986. Only your parents and only this. Uh, well, one, I would just say buy as many machine guns as possible because it's going to, like, more than quadruple. I mean, ten times the amount. More than that. It's crazy mm -hmm. how much. So, one, I'd say it was a good investment. My parents being, you know, smart business people that they are, they would do that but then how do i warn them to tell other people or to convince them to overturn it or rally against it yeah that's hard because it's also like fighting against their future investment but i know that's is, also what freedom. i was thinking i was like but then again yeah do we even want to warn them or do we want to just buy as many as possible and then wait till like now 37 years later no, well, you could have been Can making quite a bit of money. Can you imagine cracking open, guys? Ava went back in time, and she has, like, a storage unit just flush with transferable machine guns, pre-ban, uh, all 100% legal. Could you imagine? That would be... That would be oh, amazing. That would be fantastic. I don't know. What would you tell your parents, though, that they, okay, like... Okay, well, well, here's the problem, you guys. My parents lived in Canada. Okay, Canadian. Well, well, let's act like they don't. So we have a little bit of an issue because, as we mentioned uh, back then, I don't even know the, what the laws were like on machine guns back, the, back well, then in Canada. It might have been probably, legal. I don't think so, though. They were probably still allowed to own handguns, unlike today. <laughs> Seriously, so frustrating. Um, so I wouldn't have been able to. And knowing where my parents, how far my parents have come... So where they used to be, the answer would have been no. So knowing what my parents used to be like, no. If I was to convince who they are today, that would be a totally different story. 
but back then the answer would have been definitely no and it's really interesting to see how the goings on had just kind of structure the way you see the world and um so okay yeah. well let's change it up a little bit let's assume that your parents were like like you know they they were in america and like what could you possibly tell them why they should for, rally against for this? my dad it would be the business side of it definitely but what i would say is um just look at why it was enacted um, I would say to look at the numbers. I would say to look at the look. I would say to look at the historical value of a lot of these as well. Which, of course, there's the pre-ban guns. But I would just it would it would have to do with like what's really stopping the crimes and is this level of a ban actually going to solve that? Because maybe you just leave that up to the states um like maybe you just leave that up to the states so i would have them i would i would say look at the numbers hmm. because okay. you look at today a lot of the violence um caused by guns a, a lot of it is with people who don't own them legally and if they want to guess what there's devices that can turn your handgun full auto today and the criminals literally like buy and sell them on Craigslist and they just get them. So the criminals yeah. just get the machine guns. So I feel like that would probably be my main thing. Look at the numbers. Are the, Is it gonna impact the criminals at all? No, who's it gonna impact? Just law-abiding citizens. Okay, so are we putting law-abiding citizens at a disadvantage to criminals? And I think that gives you your answer. And then also, if the government has it, then I want it. Yes. Yeah. But, but Ava, they yeah. have... They have, they have fighter all jets and you don't. I know. I know. That's why we need we need to like all of it. Civilian fighter jets. Guys, let's do crowdfunding. We're gonna get the PP yeah. panel fighter jet. Well, did you see the one where the guy uh saves all his Pepsi points and stuff? <laughs> that was a great story. That poor kid. Anyways, all right, so next question, and this one I laughed at when I read it in the email. This one is for Daylin. If it is too personal, don't bother even mentioning it. Nothing As a... is too personal for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about peaches eating pizzle, so, you know. As a prolific gun owner and shooter, we know you are an adult, but do you shave? If you don't, that's fine. I only shave once or twice a month, and then <laughs> this guy included a picture of him, and he just kind of looks like a mountain man. <laughs> he said once or twice a year, he's got a good good solid beard. Yeah, he's like, he's like once right after I play Santa in December and then another time right before it gets hot in the springtime. <laughs> Thank you for the interpretation. We don't get accents through text, so we just have to imagine. This is, um, this is yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but, now inquiring minds need to know because everybody thinks you're like a little kid. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I have I even a wife, you I have a few kids of my own. Do I shave? Yes, I didn't shave one day, and I had a nice, full, luscious beard. So I just no, have to you make didn't. Sure to... You had peach fuzz. You and peaches, sure. I had sim- a full beard after just two days. So yes, no, yeah, of course I shave. You guys um, may or may not be filming a ad for Jeremy's razors. Nobody sue me. I don't think I was supposed to say anything, but you guys might see me in one of those. So yeah, yes, I shave. So, yeah, nobody would ask to sponsor you if, if they didn't think that you had a clean-cut shave, I guess. I don't know. 
Or maybe they think that you need a cleaner cut shave. I don't know. Yeah. Well, here we are. So, All right. So answer. there you have it, guys. Yep. So Dalen does shave. Um, at least that's what he's telling everyone. So <laughs> hey. Ava's a big bully. In case you guys were wondering, being like a co-host with Ava is just like so mean. Well, Dalen's very sensitive, and I'm just, you know. <laughs> wow. No. No. You know, you know that I only make fun of people, though, if I like you. You know I can handle it. Yeah. So I'll if survive. I didn't make fun of you, then, then it would be I wouldn't just be, be like, here next week if I didn't, if, if I you couldn't, couldn't handle it. You, you would have left after the first episode. Peaches that brings us here. to our main topic, which is going to be the weirdest guns you've ever shot. And this is going to be a fun one because we're going to do first pistols and then kind of move into the rifles category, I think. Or are we doing it reverse? Yeah, handguns and SBRs we're going to do first. So, Ava, I think you've got probably more on the books than I have. I only I have a couple, but I want to I hear yours first. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've there's some, like... There's some weird guns that I've shot in recent years or, I mean, if nothing else, I think I've also like just really gotten a kick out of just the engineering behind it and like the innovation. And I also think that like the longer you are in the gun industry and the more that you shoot, the more you do appreciate people just kind of creating these things that are very different. Um, the, let's see. So let's see, what was it called? Uh, it was, it was like the size of a cell phone and life card. it's not the life card so the life card is the size of like an altoid tin are you talking and, about the switch gun no i'm just uh, listing off all the wrong ones it's this company that they're out of business now unfortunately and um they did have a they made a like their gun debuted in uh queen of the queen of the south queen of the south um but yeah, so what was kind of cool about that is very similar to the life card where it opens up and, you know, it's it's like the size of like a an Altoid tin or a, uh, a, a cell phone, um, but it like opens up and this one, I believe, shot 380 and 9mm, whereas the life card shoots 22. So Interesting. it had, you know, yeah. And then... So that one was kind of cool, and it actually wasn't horrible to shoot. I mean, it wasn't is it a, like... Is it a, does it have a double barrel for, like, two rounds, or is it just a yes. single round? I believe it has the double barrel. I know somebody who has one. Actually, Guns Blazing Ranch, she has one of those. So, and, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. I still have it. Um, so that one was kind of cool. The pivot, or not the... I'm sorry, the, the life card, that one was cool, too. Especially when you got a suppressor, that was just, like... It's just weird and doesn't make any sense and it's break action so you have to like keep loading you know rounds and yeah i mean it's kind of like uh in the last episode where we talked about the liberator where it's like kind of like one shot wonder you have one shot and you're kind of hoping to use it to like take down somebody and then take their gun that's kind of what the lifeguard is but with the 22 <laughs> yeah well you know if you're close enough and I've yeah. shot that one, the life card with the suppressor on it, and it is so silly. Now, my issue was I was shooting it next to people who were shooting 9 mil, so I couldn't take off my, like, ear pro and, like, actually enjoy it properly. But, yeah, yeah it, it was very quiet. I just put a suppressor on mine. Um, it looks pretty cool. And then 
Also, the FK Burno, have you shot that one? I don't even, could even recall like an image in my mind of what it looks like, so you're gonna have to describe it to me. Um, so it kind of looks like, let's see, what was, um, gosh, what was that gun, Silencer Co., when they came out with the Maxim 9? You remember that gun? And it has a suppressor built into it. And oh, yeah, so it has, it kind of has the larger, was it like a larger foregrip with the suppressor sort of built in inside of it? Yeah, but the FK doesn't have a suppressor in it, but it kind of just looks, it's like a thicker, kind of a, a thicker top. Uh, the grip's normal, but like the, the barrel and stuff is like a little bit thicker. Um, but Anyway, so what I liked about it, though, is it shot a proprietary round, the 7.5 FK, and then you also had the option of, I think it was like, a, they if you switched out the barrel, it could shoot like a 10 millimeter or 9 millimeter. I should probably, I, sh I should look I'm up to see like all... I'm looking at pictures of it now, and yeah, this is an odd gun. It almost looks like that recoil spray. It looks like it should be suppressed, but... It uh, looks looks. I don't know how heavy it was when you uh, shot it, was, it, but it was pretty heavy. And I actually it have looks two. Looks heavy. I have two in my possession, so I sometimes dual dual weld them, dual wield them. Yeah, you don't need both of those, Ava. I think everybody knows. Spam in the comments. Tell Ava to give me her FK Burno, and I'll just take that one off your hands. I'm sure you're always looking to get rid of your guns, anyways. So I'll happily just help you with that. I know you, I love freedom more, so it's sort of like you're getting rid of your freedom. I'll just take that FK Burno. I'm getting so you. annoyed right now. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it'll shoot 10 millimeter, 40 Smith and Wesson, or you could change out the barrel and it'll shoot 9 millimeter. Um, and then the uh, uh, the seven five FK and the seven five FK caliber was like actually pretty cool. It was an interesting cartridge. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure was... I'm pretty sure you also have two guns on here which technically belong in the rifle category as well. Okay, yeah, I just wrote them down real quick. So way to call me out. <laughs> we're gonna save. We're gonna save them the Keltec two thousand and then the Pivot. Yeah. But have you ever shot the switch gun by Standard Manufacturing? No. So it's like a little revolver, in case anybody's wondering. It's the same size as the life card, but it has six shots. Or five oh. shots. So by making it a revolver, and it's a twenty-two Magnum, by making it a revolver, um, you have just a few more shots. It's a little bit easier to shoot. Almost equally hard, though. But yeah, you have five shots. And the cylinder is almost the exact same width as well, so it almost makes no difference. But it doesn't print like a gun, so it's kind of cool, the idea behind it. Um, you flip the switch and it literally deploys so it's like a switch blade but a gun it's a very cool one so that's on the handguns that's probably all i've got is the switch gun by standard uh there was a gun that i recently saw at shot show this past year and that thing was freaking awesome i don't even remember what that was called i did put it uh i put it on my instagram i made a little video about it another gun that i just thought of is the hudson h9 and you probably aren't familiar with this gun. It came out in 2017 at SHOT Show. And it was this couple, they were both in the military and they designed a gun. And it's kind of, I wanted to say it was like a 1911 sort of platform-ish, but it does look fairly similar to the FK Burno. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, again, it's kind of an interesting design, um, but I think it has the grip angle of like a 1911. And 
it was this couple, beautiful couple, by the way, like looked like Barbie, like Barbie and Ken, like just, you know, but they were like brunettes. Uh, well, the girl was brunette and then the husband was, uh, I think blonde, but anyways, unfortunately the company didn't make it. I think they were only around for three years. Um, but it seemed very promising. Everyone was really excited about their stuff and buying it, but I think they just kind of went too big too quickly and it went belly up, but that was also kind of an interesting gun and it shot pretty well. It looks weird. Uh, yeah, it looks to have the grip angle of a 1911, but it looks like, a le- like I don't know how to describe it. It's very s- angular and square and simple. Yeah. yeah. So that that is a very interesting looking oh, gun. Oh, I think, what was it? It was something with a recoil spring. The recoil spring didn't go, it was underneath or something. Interesting. So they had like a special system for that. Yeah, again, this is, I mean, I have to go back in 2017. I remember interviewing them, but um, I don't even totally remember. But yeah, the it was still like the internals were a lot different than your typical 1911. And the recoil I wish we spring, could convey how all the weird these guns look through like audio for everybody listening and watching. Like some of, they're just odd, odd guns, but you're right. That's very similar to the FK Burno. Mm-hmm. Well, go look for that, Ava, and then we're going to move on to the rifles as well. But first, before we do, a massive thank you to Gunzone Deals. Guys, Gunzone Deals is the place to go for deals. Um, We can't link to their website specifically, um, but they are an awesome, freedom-loving website. They sell accessories, stuff like... I mean, they also sell handguns, rifles... They sell, like, all kinds of stuff. Because here I'm, like, thinking, oh, okay, they only sell, like, maybe, you know, like, flashlights, like you've mentioned. Yeah. Uh, they even have fishing stuff, like fishing reels, electric bikes, bow fishing. They have optics, archery. They have a ton of different deals. And, and they have, so, like, a deal section as well, right? Uh Oh, yeah, promos and rebates. So that's always helpful, especially if you're like, oh, because I know sometimes I'm like, I want to buy that gun, but I don't want to spend that much money. And then when there's like a rebate where it's like, you know, like right now, uh, let's see, that was a rebate for 150 uh, The PX4 Storm from Breda, $75 back when you buy one. Um I'm going to be you... doing the APX as well. They have a rebate on the APX. So I'm going to be reviewing that on my channel. Uh, the Beretta APX. So, yeah, definitely look at their rebates and their deals. Match them together, and you'll get some killer, killer deals. Yeah, and that is gunzonedeals.com. So, definitely check them out. Rifles, Ava, rifles and shotguns, I'll add, because technically okay. shotguns don't count as rifles. So, so the rifle, because I was like, wait, the pivot from um, Trailblazer Firearms. I shot that, we're coming up on almost a year for the first time, and that gun likes to piss a lot of people off because it literally, the top, like the the top of it, um, think of it as like uh, an AR. So your, um, like... Um, your upper and lower, is that yes. what you're talking about? Yes, so think of it as like the upper. The upper would essentially rotate. And it'll rotate a hundred and, or I'm sorry, I think, I think 360 degrees, uh, cause you can write, you rotate it right or left. And 
it's like just I don't know it's like the the innovation in it I loved that gun I would love to buy one it's I think MSRP is 1800 and I'm like I just don't want to spend 1800 on it but honestly that was like my favorite gun by far and I actually saw it at TriggerCon which is coming up um, but that's where I first saw this gun and maybe they'll be there again this year and you can see it you could try it out and I'll be like see wasn't I right? Like, isn't that a cool gun? But essentially it folds up into like a, like a small little uh, rectangle and then you hit a button and the stock pops out and then the upper, you could just kind of like rotate and stuff. And, and I've but it, seen it and held it actually. I haven't shot it though because I saw it in at NRA, like just at their booth. So I wasn't able to shoot it, but I have seen it and it's slick. Yeah, it's... And, and people... So the reason why it pisses a lot of people off is because they're like, oh, cool. So basically the muzzle of the gun is pointing right at you but like you have to take out the magazine and lock that slide back in order for the action back in order for it to rotate so it has to be unloaded like it's just it won't do it any other way and then not to mention the minute that that action like essentially the receiver set breaks open it's not going to disconnected yeah, so I'm just like, tell me you know nothing about guns without telling me you know nothing about guns. And there's a few, almost every folding gun will do that. So the switch gun, it's the same thing when it's folded. It's technically pointing in, you know, whichever direction. But it's like when you have a gun in your pocket, like, that thing is going to be pointing at your leg. But also the, you have the M, uh, the Smith & Wesson has that folding. Um, oh, the what's FPC. That yeah, the FPC, and you have the Keltec Sub 2000. All of those fold, and all of those they disconnect. So there's literally no mechanical way for that thing to fire. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's actually so the Keltec 2000. Uh, that was like one of the first like cool guns. That and the Keltec KSG. Those were like the two like cool guns that I first got like when I started getting into the industry, and I just thought like it was so cool. Now looking back, like I mean, they're still fun guns. Uh, the Keltec 2000, it literally it folds up um, as opposed to on the side. So, and it's only... a lot more of a slim gun. It's all plasticky. It's, yeah, it's... it's it's definitely one of those things where you kind of feel like you might break it when you're operating it. But what I liked about it is, uh, um, uh, it, it's just it was just like a really cool gun. So. Totally. There's a ton of those like weird guns, weird folding guns. There's like so many more. I feel like we could go on forever, but um, we're coming up on our time here, and we just want to thank everybody for watching. Thank everybody for listening. Please go review us. Uh, thank you, Ava, for joining me today. Of course. Thank you. And guys, um, unfortunately, I just realized we are late for a meeting, but um, we did get lots of reviews. We appreciate it. We're not going to pick a special review today, um, but next week we're going to pick two. How about that to make up for it? And, Let's do it. And then on that note, uh, don't forget to enter the Manicore Arms giveaway by following us on Instagram and Facebook. And, uh, and then, yeah, we will talk to you guys in a few days. See you next time.